You're listening to Irish Radio Canada, and uh, in the first segment of the show today, we heard from Kilmacky, uh, from Safe Home Ireland, and Safe Home Ireland was, is an initiative to help returning immigrants uh, find accommodation and get better orientation when they return to Ireland or considering returning to Ireland. But there are many Irish immigrants who have spent their lives and continue to live outside of Ireland and feel very much belonging to Ireland. And um, there's an Irish organisation that works in Australia and is now spreading its tentacles into Canada to help on the mental health side of things. And that is Kauru. And Kauru is the Irish word for help. And uh, I've uh, Lachlan Scott... Uh, who is with Cairo and he's going to give me a background, tell us a little about it. And if anyone wants to reach out to them, we're going to find out all that also. Lachlan, thanks a million for coming on and chatting with us. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, uh, yeah, so we um, we started Helpling Support Services um, five years ago um, on World Suicide Prevention Day. Um, and the main aim of the charitable organization is to provide accessible, um, free or low cost mental health and conflict resolution services. Now, uh, what we mean by accessible is uh, to be able to provide uh, services to people uh, where they are at um, rather than making people come to them. Um, so what, what, uh, one of our main services is a counseling service. Uh, and... Um, that counselling service um, was is on, available online nationwide. So um, and it's also available seven days a week. And uh, what we found was that um, the the we would have clients that were started off their their counselling appointments in in Ireland online, and then they would go abroad for work or they would emigrate and they would continue their counselling appointments that way. So. Um, we started to look at uh, um, how these appointments, um, or, or, or rather, what was the Irish immigrants' experience, um, and when it comes to their mental health. And uh, after about a year's worth of research, we found that um, many different organizations, many many, um, many Irish immigrants um, were either not engaging in mental health services where they in their country of adoption, or they were struggling. Um, when they did uh, uh, attend that counselling services, etc., because of the cultural barriers that were there, was slowing down the therapeutic process. Um, so uh, we approached the Department of Foreign Affairs, um, uh, Minister for Diaspora at the time, and uh, we said this is what we're proposing to do, and um, we, we did some further research on it, and then, as I said, we launched. Uh, last September 2016, uh, initially just for the Irish in Australia, and now we are expanding the service to the Irish in Canada. And hopefully later this year, we will be providing the same service uh, to Irish uh, across the States. So, Lachlan, normally when someone is motivated to reach out and establish something like uh, Cowro, there's a personal story involved. What motivated you? Well, what motivated me with um, with HealthLink itself, um, and then later on with uh, the Caru service, was um, my own background, academic-wise, uh, is in um, psychology and health psychology. 
So, um, and uh, my postgrad was in, in health psychology and I did that online through the University of Ulster. And I found that this was an amazing way of communicating and getting things done. And I also then worked for um, six and a half years in the HSE in social work and social care. And I saw there was a lot of people that weren't uh, uh, able to access the support they needed, um, either because they were living in rural areas or they felt that maybe there would be a bit of a stigma put upon them if they walked into a building or to a clinic. So, and furthermore, then I had my own personal experience where I had a year and a half of my own therapy, um, uh, personal therapy, and uh, I struggled to find an appointment outside of five o'clock, uh, outside of four o'clock even during the week, and I couldn't find an appointment on the weekend. So I was having uh, my own counseling experience at uh, during my lunch break at work, and to me that wasn't the the way things should be. So what I wanted to do was to create uh, an organisation that could assist people where they're at and and that's why we provide these multiple um services both online and face-to-face okay so now i can see the link with the online face-to-face but where then did the uh concept that this service would be relevant to emigrants be it australia canada us because you know in in canada certainly um counseling services are I won't say they are readily available and there's uh, quite a lot of support and I'm sure the same in Australia and the US. But one would, uh, and I'm not, I'm only teasing out here, I'm not being critical or quite the reverse. You know, there's, as you I rightly identify, there's a lot of problems in Ireland and there's uh, even, whether it be Dublin, Galway, Cork, Limerick, Athlone, Banlasloe, Tullamore, you name it, um, that... I could see that you'd have your portfolio or your phone lines full just from within Ireland itself. Yeah, um, well, and we do, and we, we've provided over 4,000 appointments um, uh, in Ireland in the past few years, um, and uh, some of them have been abroad. But as I mentioned earlier on there, they, we initially saw, um, say, let's say, the, the, the interest in, in this type of service through um, providing like we were we were having we were providing counseling to people in Ireland and then they were going abroad for work um or they were immigrating and um they wanted to continue on with their counselor um and uh, so we we were looking at that and we were kind of uh, then we said well maybe there's something more to this and maybe there there is for example we looked at um the the most recent generation of uh, immigrants they say for the past 10 years say for example a lot of those uh, people um, that have immigrated that, that that age cohort were very used to communicating online. In fact, it was their go-to way of communicating, um, sometimes uh, above and beyond face-to-face, um, let's say, in-person type services. Um, and uh, we wanted to be able to provide the service where these people were at. Um, furthermore, um, there is still, unfortunately, a lot of stigma around attending services, no matter where you are, um, if you're uh, in, the, in the Irish psyche. Um, and, um, and there are some great organizations in Australia and Canada um, that are providing these services. But on speaking with them, we've also found that there is a need for uh, additional uh, uh, service provision, as I was mentioning, uh, where it would be online <coughs> or, or where people would be afraid to 
um, uh, uh, enter the centres looking for that kind of help um, due to stigma, but also due to now, especially in the States and Canada and Australia, the, the undocumented uh, Irish immigrant as well, there's obviously a lot more fear around um, uh, being noticed, etc. Um, unfortunately, over the past couple of years um, for them, and uh, we wanted to make sure that they were to have at least some sort of support um, uh, that, that, that they could access that they currently don't have. Lachlan, would it be reasonable to conclude then as well that you had mentioned the Irish psyche? You know, we, we've, we have our own way of talking and we have our own way of walking, as they would say. Um, and not everybody gets the way we walk and talk. Um, would that be relevant insofar as that if I'm going to talk to a counsellor in Ireland, they get my drift, kind of, whereas I go into someone here and I am literally from another planet. Like I, like, I, like I was saying earlier on, there are some fantastic organizations that are currently operating in Canada and Australia, etc., um, that, that support um, the Irish uh, there, um, uh, and they're, they're doing great work. Um, we are in addition to those services. We're not trying to progress in any way. Um, but what we have found through the research, um, uh, through about 12 months' worth of research, and these links, the links to these research can be found on the website, by the way, um, Yes, there is uh, uh, immigrants in general um, and Irish immigrants um, will are less likely to engage in mental health services in their country of adoption. And even when they do uh, engage with those services, the therapeutic experience itself, like you were saying, there can be culturally, there can be cultural barriers to understanding and communication. Um, uh, like, I don't know, I mean, like the way we speak about when, when certain slang words we use, et cetera, et cetera, um, that can make the therapeutic process, uh, take longer. And at the end of the day, that's not what we want to do. We want, we, we want to be there for people when, when they need it, uh, in, in the short to medium term. Uh, we're not a crisis service, but we are a short to medium, uh, counseling service. And so, yes, just, just to go back to your original question, yes, cultural barriers can definitely affect um, Irish immigrants uh, when they're abroad. And hopefully that's why we're trying to, uh, to, to, to provide this service so they can have culturally sensitive counseling from home um, from people uh, who would understand where they're coming from a lot, a lot quicker. Uh, so, Lachlan, uh, Walk me through. I, I reach out to you. Um, I'm lonely, depressed. I'm living, uh, be it here in Ottawa or in Toronto, uh, feeling isolated, uh, no sign of job. Um, and, and I come and I send an email or I, I go on the website and I reach out. Um, what, where, where, what can I expect from there? So what, what, yeah, I mean, actually, one of the things that we, I haven't mentioned earlier on there was uh, one of the areas that we get, we're finding a lot of clients are coming to us uh, from is uh, in the area of, well, especially in Australia, but I know that the situation is the same in Canada in some areas, is people that work in, in mining areas um, and the fly-in, fly-out contract areas. There is a lot of issues coming from that type of work um because it is so intensive and also because um uh, there is a mixture of uh, <clears throat> issues such as um depression alongside gambling or alcohol uh, misuse 
Um, so I just wanted to mention that. But yes, so if you are, are looking for some support from us, you go to the website and you click on the uh, the, the link to the Irish Abroad Service. And in there, you'll get all the information you, you, you could think of. We have a frequently uh, FAQ section there as well with all the different kind of normal questions and answers you might have. And uh, you uh, to avail of appointment, you simply email helplinksupport at helplink.ie. Um, tell us where you're, you're, you're coming from and uh, we will, um, our administration uh, staff here will organize an appointment for you. The service is available seven days a week. So we are generally able to facilitate people where they are coming from, whether they're working or not. Um, and we have 16 counselors, including addiction counselors and other specialized counselors that can, uh, that can support people. And so that's, uh, basically people will get a, a minimum of six, um, uh, 50 minute, five zero minutes, uh, uh, counseling appointments, uh, via our, a secure online platform video platform and uh, then if needs be there may be um, the uh, option of having a few more appointments on top of that as well. Now all our counsellors um, work uh, with what's called solution focused therapies so like things called like cognitive behavioural therapy so basically we're we're reaching out and working with the clients um, where they are at right now and supporting them to, um, to deal with the here and now and and the future, and so it's it's short to medium term work. But it is it, it is it is quite intensive, but it it, it is all solution focused. Now you mentioned that, that you have a secure um, portal. Um, so yes. uh, assuming I'm up on a mine, and I've been up on mines actually in in northern Ontario, and northern BC, and there, mm. uh, I remember the night I went on the, up to the one in northern Ontario, there was a sign that said, "Don't feed the bears." Uh, or don't throw food or something. Yeah, it was don't feed the bears, and they were serious. But um, and it was a dormitory yeah. style, uh, well, a, a cabin style uh, lodgings, which was pretty intensive. Mm. But you know, things like bandwidth, I wouldn't guess that aren't going to be there. So um, I'm going on very, very limited resources. Um, yes. Now, um, well, uh, unfortunately, that this is the the the. The only way we can currently provide the services through the online, so you would need access to Wi-Fi. Um, um, uh, and but the the thing about the video platform that we use is called VC uh, V S E E. Um, it was uh, developed in the states, and um, basically it's 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 uh, far more secure than say for example Skype. Um, and uh, furthermore, it is what's called HIPAA compliant within the states, which basically means that um, uh, healthcare providers um, can use this type of technology um, and is accredited with, with, with HIPAA. Um, so basically, the VC has been designed for uh, health professional workers that are working in areas with, with low uh, broadband widths, um, like, say, sub-Saharan Africa, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, that's why we use this tool ourselves. So it's a free application. People need to sign up with their email address um, and download the app to their phone or computer. And uh, it's a very, very simple process. And our administration staff here, once we set up an appointment with them, they will bring it through the, through the whole uh, system of setting it up with them so as well. Um, so... To answer your question, yes, people uh, in, in, um, are will be able to use it if they're in a low bandwidth area. But it it it, it is 
uh, it is better if they have a solid uh, Wi-Fi or broadband so, signal. So, uh, then, um, everything is uh, just to run an operation costs money. And I know that uh, you mm. receive support from the Irish government. Is there any fee or any charge if somebody reaches out for help? Not at all. There's no fee at all. Um, and even what we actually have found is we have a lot of people that are actually sending in e- emails and having email conversations with us and not going down the full, say, video platform um, counseling thing. So uh, that's also available there. Um, yeah, we we have a, we are part funded by the Department of Foreign Affairs Immigrant Support Program, um, and, but we are actively looking, obviously, for corporate um, uh, sponsors or personal uh, or would like to donate themselves, so we can expand this service um, and, and going as well, maintain it. Um, as if we, we we have we have a small amount of funding from the department, but um, we also then have the promotional support of the GAA and UNPUST have also helped us with our promotion in the past. That's not financial, but they, 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 they get in contact. Say, for example, the GAA contact their local clubs in Australia and now it's soon in Canada to tell them, tell them about the service and ask them to put our posters up, etc. And UNPUST have help, helped us to um, post our posters around to all Irish bars, sports clubs, etc. in the countries that where it's available. So yes, we're actively looking for other um, companies that would might want or, and people that would might want to donate and to help us to keep the service going and expand it. And one of the other services I see listed on your website is conflict resolution services. Um, does hmm. do you get requirements from that from abroad? We do actually. Um, we have facilitated uh, quite a few family mediation um, uh, agreements online. Um, so, for example, people that uh, if, if if one parent isn't living in the country anymore with children, or they the parent is say from the states or from Canada, and the children are with them, or their children are back home, we help to mediate family mediation situations like that. Um, uh, whereas they couldn't have really done it before. Yeah, because um, that, that's um, I, I would see that's fascinating and powerful because, of course, the end of a counselling session, you would hope that those involved can go outside the door and at least start to talk again. Um, in, yes. the, in a virtual yes. world, that may or may not be as easy because a lot of times what you need to be able to do is look somebody mm. in the eye in a different way than you can virtually. Mm. Uh, well, the um, when it comes to uh, the research around, say, video counselling or online counselling and com- in comparison to the traditional face-to-face counselling, um, the research from the past 20 years uh, or so, if not more, has shown that it is as good, if not better, in certain circumstances uh, as traditional face-to-face counselling. But it also very much depends on the client, as I was saying. I mean, the, the, the people that are mostly uh, looking at uh, supporting are the people that have left in the past 10, 15 years would be and used to working with on, online technology and smartphones and that kind of thing. Um, we, of course, would like to help as much people as possible, but that's why we partner with these other uh, Irish organizations that are based in the countries that we, we, we provide the service. Uh, they um, are able to then support people that wouldn't be as au fait or um, have interest in 
the online side of things. Um, but the research does show that it is, it is as good, if not better, in certain circumstances. And these circumstances are things like people that are living in rural areas or people that feel there might be a stigma put upon them. Um, and then other, uh, another uh, is um, uh, often when people go for a therapeutic experience, they go into a, a clinic, into a room, um, which is somewhat foreign to them. Um, and uh, whereas with online counselling, uh, you can receive uh, the support you need within your own home, where actually a lot of the triggers and uh, things that you associate with, say, depression or drinking, etc., is actually occurring. So if you can have a, your therapeutic experience within an environment where, where these things are, it has been shown to actually the therapeutic experience a lot more concrete because of that. So it depends on the client, but it also there, there are definitely a lot of merits to it. But as, as I've been saying, um, it is not the be-all and end-all without a doubt, and we certainly aren't trying to be any replacement for any of the services that are available currently in, in Irish support organizations in, our, in the countries that we operate in because uh, we actually work really closely with them. There's a couple of we work with in Australia, and we're hoping to do the same in Canada, where uh, if people don't have access to access to the, the, the technology that um, the organizations organizations will facilitate a private room with a computer where they can have their uh, uh, therapeutic um, uh, appointment. So that's something we're working on constantly with uh, with um, our partners. Just during that period there, there was a slight bit of warbling, so I'll kind of cover the Canadian side, and that is that I know you're working with Cathy Murphy at the Irish-Canadian Immigration Centre, and Cathy's uh, at irishcdn.org is the website there. Um, and uh, I know Cathy does great work across the country coordinating and helping uh, both recent and uh, not-so-recent immigrants. Um, so, in a way, at the point of contact, the initial reach out, you were saying, probably, uh, if not directly to you, to work through Cathy. Well, yes, and, and we're hoping to, we will be contacting uh, other um, sport organizations over the next few weeks and months to try and work with them in the same way we would work with a lot of the organizations in Australia, as I was mentioning there. Um, and so, yeah, but our, our initial point of contact has, has been Cathy, and she has been pivotal in, in, in bringing our service to Canada. And the GA, of course, is very strong here also, and I know they're well-coordinated and cohesive, so uh, once that grapevine starts functioning, and getting the information out, it'll be very successful yeah. also. Yes, we're, we're, we're hoping that um, one of the ways that we're hoping to actually generate fundraising um, to keep the service going is actually working with these sort of organizations and the GAA local clubs to do local fundraisers like table quizzes and that kind of Indeed. stuff. And, of course, to, to, to the, great, the great thing is there's been an increase in awareness um, like we had a darkness into light walk here in Ottawa the last two years, and uh, it's yes. also a Toronto, mm. Vancouver. It's spreading across, and that's helping um, that awareness also on the whole mental health issue. Um, so mm. you know, there's there certainly is uh, a greater appreciation and a greater awareness, um, and a, a more open conversation, mm. which is always healthy. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. It's made, it's, made, it's made such a huge difference to to everybody that now and and and, and organizations like the GA and other I, Irish sporting organizations that that, that are have representatives abroad 
they're also getting um, on, on board over the past few years to really push and say it's, it's okay to talk. You know, it doesn't matter. You can be the hardest uh, sports player around, but you still need to have support sometimes, and that really is making a difference to, to everybody in society. Well, indeed. Lachlan, we're going to wrap up there, and um, I'm sitting here, so I think that the bandwidth is kind of saying we've had enough for today. <laughs> it's getting, it's, 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 okay. the bandwidth is constricting us. But, uh, Lachlan, I want to thank okay. you for taking the time and, and a very, uh, thank you very much indeed for sharing on what is a tremendous initiative. And the website is helplink.ie. And uh, Cathy's website yep. in Canada is irishcdn.org. And, um, the, um, Irish Canadian um, Immigration Centre are also out there on Twitter. Uh, you guys are out on Twitter also. We are. We're 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 at Helplink Support, all one word. Um, Helplink Support. I know Twitter certainly yeah. and Facebook are, are powerful tools for reaching people. Also, they certainly are. They certainly are. And, and we have a couple of initiatives going on. Uh, promotion-wise, now through through Facebook, um, and uh, we're, we're spreading the word on Twitter as well. Um, so if people could come on and 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 share, our, we have a pinned post to the top of our profile um, on both Facebook and Twitter. And if they could share that with their own social media, that would be amazing because that really gets the the, mo- the more the message gets out, the more people we can Indeed. assist. Lachlan Scott in Galway, thank you very much for taking the time chatting with us here on Irish Radio Canada. My pleasure. Thank you.